Take your Bibles, turn back to Philippians chapter number one. Philippians chapter one. This morning's message was entitled Being Confident. Tonight's message is entitled Being Confident. Different message, same title. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the confidence that we do have in our salvation, in our Savior. And Father, thank you that we have this confidence all because of Christ. Bless now this message in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, good crowd this evening, afternoon, or whatever. Guess what we are? I, um, man, it's like the worst thing being, uh, person like me not not back at the chow line one and, and being around people too right that's just uh well that's the worst punishment uh, <laughs> uh but anyway I'm glad glad to do it it was a it was a profitable time i'm in verse number three of chapter one I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making request with joy. He loves this church. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. I look at the words very carefully, being confident of this very thing. Comma. That he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it. He's begun the work. He will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Even as it is meet for me to think this of you all because I have you in my heart, insomuch as both in my bonds and in the defense of the confirmation of the gospel, ye are partakers of my grace, for God is my record, how greatly I longed after you in the bowels of Jesus Christ. And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of, the right, of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. He says in verse 10 that ye may be sincere and without offense until the day of Christ. He says in verse 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work will perform it. The message tonight, being confident. Christians, we have a great work that has been begun in us by salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that he will perform it. When you think of the word performance, sometimes we think of that in the context of um, a presentation of maybe a musical performance or a play or some type of a performance, we would call them, right? Um, but the word here that we're talking about is not that type of performance. Tyler would be like, I'm sure they do this in the, but they routinely, 
at UPS and at most corporations, I'm sure the police do it, but they do, they go, they go through somebody's working, they see what their working is and they check your what, your performance on the job. Now can we agree that's not like a musical concert, that's a different dynamic, that's, that's a performance. So when we see the word perform, that he's gonna perform this, this is not a performance on a theater stage, Jesus Christ is going to perform this work and will not fail until the Lord Jesus Christ comes again. And so we see this, he has begun a good work in you and will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So the work has been begun. One day you came to Christ and you asked him for salvation and you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior. You can be confident that salvation's plan has been completed and that it is excellent and perfect. And when you ask Christ to save you, his promise was true. You received eternal salvation. Why? Because while he was here on earth, what did he do? He performed, his, he performed without sin. He did the work of being the savior. And he says this work that he did all the way to the cross, what did he do on the cross? Exactly the will of God at every moment of life following the Savior and everything performed to perfection. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow and every tongue should confess what? That Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So it was perfectly done. Not only that, when you receive this salvation, you understand that everything from here on out in your life pertaining to spiritual things, everything that you need in God is completed. He will not fail you. His salvation is perfect. I was just thinking of a couple of, of words that are so important. Um, justification. The, the simple, what people would call the simple kind of simplistic explanation of justification. And I just, Brother Dan, I was writing it down and looking at it and reading it. Just as though I'd never sinned, I'm justified. I, I got looking at it and I thought, I kind of heard that mentioned in, in a context of a little bit of a negative, like this just doesn't really cover justification. Okay, I'll give you that. But just as though I never sinned, that's pretty good right there. I mean, praise the Lord. God looks at me as justified, just as though I'd never sinned. Isn't that amazing that Christ, God would see me like that? As though I never sinned, I'm, I'm justified. The song says, I'm happy in Jesus today. The sins I've committed, what? They're all in the past. They'll never condemn me for he holds me fast what he is going to perform the work that he started in you he is not going to fail in his work when you take on the work of christ and you take take a, a ministry a teaching sunday school bus ministry ushering wide varieties uh, ladies cleaning the church all of these things that we do for our lord's service God will never fail you. He always will perform the necessities to strengthen you and give you wisdom, fill you with his Holy Spirit to do the work that he has for you. And yes, we ought to be always walking in the Spirit, whether we're cleaning or whether we're studying or whether we're witnessing to somebody on the street, 
It doesn't matter what it is. What, what, it, what it be filled with the Holy Spirit, the Bible says. And so we are to be in a constant thing, knowing that our Lord has been there and has completely fulfilled his promises. He has declared us righteous. I mean, if, if somebody was standing up today and, and, and brother, brother Dan, Pastor Nelson, um, if I was to stand up here today and I was just to start rolling off all these great things about Pastor Nelson, just one after another, just boom. And he'd be sitting back there going, well, I didn't do that. I didn't do that either. I didn't do that either. What's he talking about? For, for us to think about just as though we never sinned and declared righteous by God, when God declared me righteous when I trusted him as Savior, it's like, really? Are you kidding me? Why would you say such a thing about me? Do you understand that God declared you righteous just as though you'd never sinned? Woo. We can go home right now. I'm getting a little chill running down my spine. Boy, that just ain't right. It's not accurate, Dan. I'm Dan. Dave? Dan? Dan over here? It's just not accurate. It doesn't describe Tim McCurdy. But it will always be that way because he will continue to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ when he comes and gets me, when he takes me home. He will continue this it's not a play. This is the performance of the job that God, the finished work of Jesus Christ, that will never be unperformed in your life. It will always be there. What a blessing it is. The work of justification, redemption. Jesus Christ paid in full your debt by his blood and through his blood for your sins. Wow. Why? He performed perfectly when he was on earth and he laid down the precious blood, the son of God, for your sins. And you've been redeemed. You're free. Your sin debt has been wiped out by the blood of Christ. Wow. That's not fair. I didn't do any of that. I deserve none of it. Yet we have the promise of God when we put our faith in Jesus Christ saying, yes, I do believe that you died for my sins. Yes, I believe that you're the son of God and I receive you as my savior. I am the sinner. You are the savior. Please save me. And by asking, by asking, we receive this. And God declared you righteous. Wow. Can we ever digest that? If I was to bring up anybody and start naming off all their things, you'd say, this guy's lost his mind. That guy can't do any of that. God hasn't lost his mind. He accepted the price that he paid through his son, and he will continue it. He will continue to perform his work in you. Can you be confident in this work yourself? We have, 
many times we lack in confidence, we understand that we have salvation. And you can know that it's well backed by the blood of Christ. It will never fail. This payment is full. The deal God will not break and cannot break. His promise is good and he will perform that we, which he has committed unto us. Do we as Christians expect defeat? The name Michael Jordan is one of the maybe most well-known well names around the world, probably in days gone by, but maybe still, I don't know. Michael Jordan planned on winning every game. He planned on winning every game. One season, the, Bill, the Bulls won 72 and 10, their best season, but lost 10 games, won 72. The, the guys on the other side of the court knew that he planned on winning the game also. Tremendous edge. He, he so was so devoted to winning the game, Michael Jordan figured if everybody played bad, that he would win it himself. Now we would all stand back and say, well, that's pretty arrogant. Not if you saw him play. He would take over a game. Why? Because he was confident in who? Himself. And all of us would defend that confidence that he had in himself because he's arguably the best, best player that ever played the game. And if you want to argue with that, talk to Dylan. I'm not trying to lift up Michael Jordan. What I'm trying to do is the tenacity and what he had in his mind is that he never had to lose and would not go into any game thinking that he was going to lose. He, he expected to win every single game. And so you know how he played? He played like he was playing to win every game. I was thinking about that in the context of this message and we think of performance. He planned on performing at his best and above every time. That was his plan. It wasn't a game where I'm just not gonna put my all into it this time. He planned for every game. As I was having these thoughts, Pastor Nelson, you know what I was thinking? That's kind of embarrassing. As believers, when we think of our performance as Christians, if we were evaluated as a boss would evaluate an employee, and we look at what God has done and has said, it's always good. I will perform it. I will never stop performing it. It will always be perfection. I will always be there for you. Every promise in the book will be kept. Your salvation will never be in jeopardy because you did nothing to get it other than trust me. But you no know, works of righteousness of your own. You did nothing. So henceforth, you can never lose it because I will perform from here on out in your behalf. Obviously, we're looking to be brief tonight. God's not going to fail. I would like us as to a church to start thinking as believers. Sometimes we feel as Christians, perhaps, that we're the underdog. Um, we knock on a door. I'm just going to challenge tonight. Let, let's knock with confidence that somebody's going to get saved at every door. 
I said, Pastor, that's not realistic. It's not realistic to call me righteous either. It's not realistic for Michael Jordan to plan on winning every game. But I really believe that's what he thought. That he would figure out a way to win every game. Never planned on losing. As believers, knowing that we have in Christ a God, a Savior, a Holy Spirit within us that will perform until the day of Christ. Can, can we think of ourselves as victorious? Can, oh yeah, that's right, we are victorious, aren't we? Can we think of ourselves as not having to yield to every sin that comes around the turnpike? You know, every, every new thing that comes out, can, can, we, can we as believers decide that we're not gonna fall for every trick of Satan? And he really doesn't have any new ones anyway because they just keep working over and over again. He doesn't really need a playbook because they just keep working. Can we say the next time it rolls around though, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna perform as God performs. I'm not gonna fall for the same thing over and over. Maybe you got some things going on in your life that you need to say, I'm tired of being defeated by these things. Why am I allowing this? Because I, I, I refuse to perform as I should, as I could. Well, the power of God that is in you, this Holy Spirit that indwells you, he has given us the power to move forward in our life and grow in faith. Look at verse number uh, 10. That ye may approve things that are excellent. Excellent. That ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Verse 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Verse 10, that ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. The call is not just that God will perform. He's calling on us to be sincere. He's calling on us to perform as our Lord did in some sense, not in perfection, but not those that don't do our best. Those are the things that he's calling upon us that we would do these things, that we be sincere, without offense, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ. All these things to the glory of God, not because, hey, I'm the perfect Christian. Hey, 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 look at me. I'm gonna win every battle. No. It's submitting to the Holy Spirit, realizing that truly, without him, we will fail but we're walking in the spirits. We're being filled with the fruit of righteousness. We're walking after the Father and he calls upon us to be filled with the fruits of righteousness by Jesus Christ, but until our Lord returns. This is a call of the believer. He's saying this is the way God performs in our behalf in perfection. We're never gonna be to that standard, but we can sure keep pushing it. We can keep getting better. I would hate to think when somebody hires into a job, and we've all, we've all had new jobs, and when you first get there, it's a little rough, right? You're, you're, not up, you're not up to the standard. 
UPS has what they, what they call a standard, and if you don't meet the standard in 30 days, you lose your job. So you got 30 days to make it. And so you do a lot of shenanigans to make it. Like you don't you don't eat your lunch, you just keep working because you want to make sure you you gotta hit it in 30 days. You gotta, and every day thereafter, every day, there will be a printout on the desk. It says, this is how long your work should have taken, and this is how long it took you every day. It's a standard. And so what are you doing? You're constantly pushing to make sure you, you hold the line, and you can't let up because the standard never changes. Sometimes it gets higher, but it never lets you go backwards. You always got to push harder. Isn't that amazing? We'll do that in our jobs. God calls upon us to have the same tenacity that we go to work with that we would at least bring that as a minimum to the Lord's work. That we would be filled with fruits of righteousness. That we would be sincere till our Lord returns. God sets a high bar for us. But he does empower us with his Holy Spirit to perform it. Let's look at what Christ has done and the guarantee that he has given us for the performance that we can expect of our God. He will perform it until the day of Christ. Let's be faithful. Boy, it's such a blessing. Uh, see, literally almost your mom and dad crawling in, Colleen. Just to get into the house of the Lord. Just trying to do the very best they can. I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's suffering for them even to come. But yet we see them, if possible, we know they're going to crawl in here somehow, some way, if there's any way they can do it. And what a blessing it is. Let's, let's, let's be those people. Let's get to church. Let's fulfill our duties. Let's perform to our very best every time. Let's be what God would have us be. Father, thank you for your word. And the great challenge it is to us, Father. Father, we look forward to the day when we're in heaven and we see you face to face. And we will not be strapped down by sin and flesh and the world and all these things, Father. They're just constantly trying to cause us to perform in ways that would please the devil. Father, may we keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. May we stay faithful. May we challenge ourselves every single day to give everything we have and every opportunity we have for the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, challenge us by your example, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will never fail. And I pray, Father, that even though we will, we would start the day over again planning for victory in our lives through Jesus Christ every single day. Let us not be weary in well-doing. Let us be sincere to the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's all stand together. We'll just sing a verse of invitation.